Have you ever heard from God? Have you wondered, man, how do I hear from God? What does that sound like? Is it just something all these Christian people say and I don't really know? Is there criteria? Like, what is going on with this? Sister friend, I have had so many of those same questions throughout my walk with Jesus. And I am here to first punch the enemy in his face and uh, go over some lies that we believe about hearing from God. And then I want to share with you three ways that I hear from God. And if I can hear from God in these three ways, I'm inviting you to enter the conversation because you, my friend, can also hear from God these three ways. Let's dig in. Hey friend, welcome to the Abundant Woman Collective podcast. Do you want to grow in your faith and have an intimate relationship with Jesus? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to be overwhelmed and frustrated when you're way too busy and forgot to prioritize your time with him again? Hey, I'm Sam and I too was someone who craved a deeper relationship but was too busy to make it happen. I felt overwhelmed at trying to fit him in and wished I could be confident in my faith and identity. I wanted to read the Bible and actually understand what I was reading but I kept telling myself that I didn't have the time, the know-how, or the discipline or tools to make it happen until I found a little secret to get rid of the Christian checklist. In this podcast, you will find biblical truth, hope-filled conversations with women who are right where you are, and all of the practical tools to implement so that you will be able to deepen your relationship with Jesus. So grab your copy, Bible and pen, and let's dig in. Before we start, let's bust some myths and lies that keep us from believing that we can actually hear from God. These are examples that I've heard from you, my audience, in Facebook groups, and women just like you and I. So there's four that I want to hit on today. One, I hear this a bunch. We're not sure if he even speaks today. Two, I'm not qualified to hear from God. Three, I've never heard him audibly, visibly, etc. So I must be doing it wrong or it's not right. And four, I've never heard him like so-and-so has heard him or I don't have relationship with God like so-and-so has, right? Y'all quit this. Let's bust it. One, God has always spoken and will always speak. Starting in like way back Genesis chapter one, Verse three, we see and we read that he spoke. He spoke light and there was light. He continues to speak all throughout scripture and he continues to speak today. Friends, this is huge. One, you have to believe it because then why are you trying to hear from God if you don't even believe he speaks? That's silly. But also... This is huge and so important because it separates our living, holy God from all the other junk. (laughs) It separates the God, the Lord of Lords, Jesus Christ himself, from the false gods, from the dead gods, from the noisy world, and from all the other junk that you might hear outside of this, right? We live in such a noisy world a world full of false hope, false results, and false preachers, those who are not in tune to God's voice are more likely to be tossed to and fro by deceptive doctrines and deceptive theology. So we have to know that he is speaking now, today, 
since the beginning to today and all the time. The real question is that we'll talk to a little bit is, are we listening? That's the question. Number two, some of us said we aren't qualified to hear from God. And on our own strength, on our own might, sure, we're not qualified to do anything, right? But because Christ died for us, rose again, and lives inside of us as Christian women, he's the one that connects us to the Father. He, There is one God and one mediator between God and men. The man, Christ Jesus himself, who gave himself as a ransom for us. And I want to encourage you if you've had this thought. One, I love you. You're in safe space. But two, stop focusing on the messenger as some higher level being, some super holy person, and focus on the message itself. If we believe that God speaks, we even see in scripture that he used a burning bush and he'll use a donkey. (laughs) God uses everyone, everything. Creation is his. He can and will speak. But sometimes, well, we'll We'll talk about this in number three. Again, focus on the message and not the messenger. Number three, some people have never heard him audibly, but they've seen him. And some people, very few people probably have heard him audibly, but they've never seen him. Or like seen, felt him, his creation, right? It's all different for each person. But I feel like us as women, especially, we get caught up in the comparison track. We get caught up like he only performs one way and he only looks a certain way. And that's not that's not true. And that puts it back on ourselves as if we're doing something wrong. We're not listening. We can't hear from him. We're not good enough. And we are good enough because Christ is in us. So stop getting caught up with the next person is doing and focus on God. Nothing and no one else. And the birth alone... During the birth of Jesus, God spoke to Mary through an angel. He spoke to Jesus or Joseph through a dream. He spoke to the shepherds through an angel. And he spoke to the Magi through a dream. So like in that one biblical historical story, God spoke, yes, because he speaks. But he spoke in several different contexts, different ways. So remember that, right? It's not a one and done and it only looks one certain way. God is so creative And he's so big that it looks different for different people. Okay, so now that we've sort of kicked punch to the lies, we punched the enemy in the face, let's get to the truth of hearing God. God is always speaking. He is never silent. In Jeremiah 33, 3, we talked about this on social media a little bit this week, but it says, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. How awesome is it that we serve a God who is big, he's the authority, he's mighty, he is holy, he is everything, and yet he desires to speak with you, sister. He desires to speak with me. Like, how cool is that? I, we can go on that because I love it so much. Okay, friends, here are the three ways that I hear from God. This is me, Sam, personally, right? But these are also available for you too. God is no respecter of persons, meaning what he's done for me, he will do for you. How he speaks to me, he can speak to you. So the first one, which is is applicable for every single believer and non-believer, but every single believer, is his word. 
The word of God is a conversation. He is speaking to us personally, personally, intimately today. Every time you open the word of God, you have an opportunity to hear from God himself. Does that mean that every single time you open the word of God, you're going to hear this big, profound message? Not necessarily. You'll hear from God because he's talking through his words, right? But I also feel like sometimes, thanks to like social media, we have a misconception like, I'm going to get a huge revelation every single time I hear the word of God or read the word of God, which can happen, absolutely. But sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I read the word of God because I'm faithful to it. I'm hungry for it. I want more of it. And I learn about his character, right? So... I want you to hear me when I say that you do not have to be a theologian, a master's degree, all the school stuff to hear from God and read his word. His word is available for you. It is available for I and for the master's degree person too, for all of us. In John 1, 14, it says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the father, full of grace and full of truth. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. Man, come on, you guys, so good. (laughs) Again, in scripture, we see that all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. This is important just because just like God speaks through his word, it's important to know that God does not contradict his word. God does not lie. His word does not change. It says there's nothing new under the sun. We, sidebar, this is also important to know as we read the word of God, as we hide it in our heart, it also protects us from the false doctrines and the false preachers that we were talking about. There's nothing new under the sun. So there's nothing magical or mysterious that got that like these people are just going to tell you. It has to be align with scripture. The word of God is alive and it is true and it is God himself speaking. Therefore, scripture will not contradict scripture. God will not contradict his scripture, right? The word never changes. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. We find that in Hebrews 13, 8. In a world of warm, fuzzy messages, of false doctrine, of accepting everything and it's all okay and everything, God loves you, it's all good, warm fuzzies. It is so important for us women of God to know the word of God, to hear from God, and to stand firm on the truth. Friends, I don't know if you like read, skipped ahead to Revelations, but this is going to get harder and harder. And so right now, today is the perfect day to dig into your word, to hear from God to know his scripture and the word of God is the truth. In Numbers 23, 19, it says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said and will he not do? Or has he spoken and will he not make good? God, guys, remember this. Remember that scripture. It is so important to tell us about who the character of God is. A favorite example that I want to pull out, I love Mary. You guys have heard me talk about, actually, one of this scripture that I'm about to share with you is one of the times that I have heard from God. And that is in one of my first few episodes. I'll find it for you and put it in the show notes. But a favorite verse in person is Mary. Listen to her response right here as she answer, answers the angel of the Lord, who literally just dropped a major bomb on her. Her, 
Homegirl is a virgin and is going to conceive a baby. That baby is going to be conceived through the Holy Spirit. This is Sam's, you know, condensed version. And it's also going to, he's also going to be the son of God. Okay. Whew. Hello. Imagine if you were a teenager and an angel appeared to you. That in itself is a lot. And then gave you all that. And her answer was, behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. My three of my favorite words. Let it be. She said, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. That we're finding that in Luke chapter 138. Let it be according to your word. Mary was a woman of the word. She heard from God. She knew his character. And so she responded in confidence because of who God is. I love that. The second way that I hear from God is through prayer. Friends, hear me when I say this. If we accept that prayer is simply a conversation with God, then a conversation has two parts, a speaker and a listener. Don't miss this, a speaker and a listener. Hello. So many times we miss hearing from God because we come to him with our to-do list and then we peace out after. <laughs> it's like, I mean, we've all had those people in our life that are like, hey, how are you? And that person would be like, good. Or you'd be like, good. And then they just talk about themselves for the next 45 minutes. And then your, your coffee date's over, right? Have you had a friend like that? How many times have I also done that to God? God, I'm so sorry. Let me repent right now. I'm so sorry. I have done that. You have done that. Chances are where you just go and have a one-sided conversation with the Lord. And then, amen, I'm done. I'm going to bed. But let me invite you to think about this a new way. Let me invite you to have a conversation with the Lord where you speak and then you listen. And you listen to him speaking to you, right? In Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7, it highlights this aspect. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Sister friend, hear me when I say bring it all to God. Like I'm not downplaying that. Our need for conversation, our need to bring it and release it to God. In fact, so many of the women that I talk to in my communities, both free and paid, they have troubles giving it to God. They're like, well, God's busy. <laughs> and maybe they don't really say that, but they act like it. Like God's too busy for me. I can handle this on my own. Sister friend, right here in scripture, he wants to bring it all to him, bring everything to him. And so do that through prayer. Talk to him, give it all to him. And then listen for a response. Another part of prayer that I love is that if it's a conversation, right? We've accepted that definition. It's a conversation that we get to take Jesus with us. <laughs> we get to have this conversation on the go, in the pickup line, in the car, changing diapers, walking to class, talking to a friend, anytime. Jesus is portable. You can also listen to him anytime. You can talk to him anytime. You can hear from him anytime. If I'm having a conversation, I can hear from God at any time through that conversation, through prayer. A Bible character who I also love, actually, we haven't done a solo episode about her yet, so we need to. I will. Is Hannah. I mean, my daughter's named <laughs> Hannah. But Hannah in the Bible was one of the short version of Sam's story or Hannah's story that Sam's going to give you is she was one of two women married to a man named Elkanah. 
Hannah was barren, meaning she had no kids, while his other wife, Peninnah, I'm probably not saying that right, but just go with me, she had a lot of kids, right? Homegirl had a lot, Hannah had none. Back in those days, we know that it was not a good thing to not have children. It was actually disgraced. It actually was like felt horrible. She was she was made fun of. All of these things, right? It was not a good thing for her to have kids. So what did she do? Did she complain to everyone? Did she go try and have her own kids her own way? No. She took her pain to the only person who could alleviate it. The Lord, her God. It says in 1 Samuel, in her deep anguish, Hannah prayed to the Lord, weeping bitterly. Side note, friends, he can handle your emotions. He can handle your grief, your disappointment, your bitterness. He can handle it all. Give it to him. Okay, back to scripture. In her deep anguish, Hannah prayed to the Lord, weeping bitterly. And she made a vow, listen, saying, Lord Almighty, if you will only look on your servant's misery and remember me, And not forget your servant, but give her a son. Then I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life. And no razor will ever be used on his head. 1 Samuel 1, 10, 11. The Lord heard her, gave her Samuel. And at three years old, when she was done nursing, she gave Samuel back to the Lord. So not only was she a woman who prayed, she prayed so hard that in that scene when she was praying, the priest thought she was drunk. They said, get off the wine, lady, go home. You're drunk. She was like, I am not drunk. I am pouring everything I have to my father, God himself. The Lord heard her, gave her Samuel, and she's a woman of her word. And she gave Samuel back to the Lord. But after Hannah fulfilled her vow to deliver Samuel to the temple, which she did, she worshiped and sang prophetically. She was a woman of God who knew the power of prayer, and she was singing, worshiping, and being prophetic. I love Hannah so much. Friends, know this, that prayer works. He hears you. And even if you're in a season where he does not deliver right this second, like I need this and you're like, God, where are you? I feel like that's sometimes where I'm like, did I hear from God? Because he, I haven't seen it yet. He always hears you. But also, would you rather be done in your time according to your will or according to God's time and his will? We pick option B. (laughs) Always. We surrender our will for his. We pick option B. Okay, number three. The third way that I hear Jesus and hear from God is sort of like twofold. It's when I'm still in a lot of time when I'm still in nature. The heavens declare the glory of God and the expanse proclaims the work of his hands. Psalm 19 one. God is the creator of all. And I hear from God in nature. Does that mean every single time I go out to nature, like I go out my front door, I hear Sam, you're out. You do this, this and this. No, that's not it. But when I go to the lake, for example, and I get on the kayak and my heart is so desperate to have a conversation with God right then, right there, then yeah, oftentimes I hear from him. In fact, when I go camping, I bring all my Bible study stuff because I know that I'm going to have an encounter with Christ. I don't know if maybe it's the quiet time in nature, like I'm actually like on the kayak and in a lake where no one can say mommy. (laughs) Um, Or if it's the feeling that I'm surrounded by him, that he's created everything. But these promptings also come as a quiet whispers or like nudges in my heart or gut. It says in scripture, be still and know that I am God. Nature, I feel like reveals the truth to us about God because he created it. His fingerprints are all over it. I cannot... 
for the, I can't fathom, I used to work in medicine, right? And so there would be so many doctors who would literally see miracles in front of their very eyes. I mean, my children, I, they have miracle testimonies attached to their lives. And then they'd be like, oh, that's science. Who do you think created science, guys? Come on. Anyways, tangent over. But God's fingerprints are all over nature. And his character influenced what he made. It's all good. And it's all God. In 1 Kings 19, 11, and 12, we're going to hear from our dude, Elijah. It says, Then he said, Go out and stand on the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by. And a great and strong wind tore the mountains and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there came a sound of a low whisper. I love that the Lord is big and mighty and has nature. His name's written all over nature. But I also love the still low whisper of his voice, right? The same mount, maybe not the same mount, but a mountaintop is also where the bush burned with fire. It's also where the law was given. It was also where Moses spent 40 days and nights alone with God, reclusing yourself away to a mountaintop where you can see everything or whatever it looks like. But that mountaintop to me just reminds me to get alone in nature. But I love that it wasn't through the tornado, the wind, the earthquake. It was in the still sound of a low whisper. I also would be like, I debated putting this in, but I do want to put this in because I don't want y'all to get it twisted. <laughs> There's like these new agey sort of practices that I want you to be weary of. This doesn't mean every time I go to the beach, I hear from God. Every time I go on my kayak, I hear from God. I see a purple flower and I know it's God. Like that's not what I'm saying. I believe that those can be reminders or altars like they did in the New Testament that we've talked about here on the podcast of things that he's done in our life, right? If I hear a certain song, it reminds me of a song in that season that I cried out to God and he answered me. But I also want to be weary when I limit God in that way. Every time I see a monarch butterfly, I'm not reminded or I'm not automatically God speaking to me, right? It's in nature, sure, and it, but it comes through him, a still small voice, a nudging on my heart, through word, through prayer. Those are the three ways that I hear from the Lord through his scripture, through prayer, aka conversation, listening and speaking, and then being still. And for me, it's a lot of times in nature. And so friend, I want to know as we wrap up this episode, I want to know what does that look like for you? Do you hear from God? Do you, do you not hear from God and you're still struggling with this? Uh, Whatever the reason, how do you hear from God? Like message me on Instagram, join the free group, link in the comments, or send me an email. But let me near, let me know if you hear from him, how you struggle with it. Like I would love to hear more and I'm inviting you into a conversation with me, Sam, about this topic. I have a few more episodes in mind around this topic um, because hearing from God is a vital, important piece of our Christian faith, women. It isn't for special people or like top 1% preachers. It's for every person who has the desire to listen in here, which means sister friend, it is for you. Here's the permission slip to dig into God's word, to have conversations where you listen, to be still and invite the Lord to speak to you. Sometimes it's a sense of peace of joy. 
peace or joy that like covers me. Maybe in chaos, you just feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes it's wisdom in a situation. Sometimes God speaks to me for my, what I'm going through. A lot of times it's for somebody else or for someone else's situations. Or sometimes he'll just nudge me to pray about things, strangers, random things that he wants me to be in prayer about. Whatever this looks like for you, know that hearing from God is important and it is for you. And when this takes place in your life on the regular, your life will be changed. Guaranteed, take it to the bank. Once we hear from God on the regular, we also get the opportunity to obey. Before we close up, I just want to pray real quick and again, invite you into conversation with me. Whatever your mode of communication is, find me, reach out to me, and let's chat about this. I would love to hear from you. God, thank you so much that you are a big, mighty, holy God who created everything and yet you desire to speak to your daughters. You desire to speak to your children, Lord God. You desire us to listen and hear from you, God. Thank you from way back in Genesis to right now in 2023, you are a living, holy God who speaks to his children. God, I ask that each woman hearing the sound of my voice right now would open their hearts and their ears to hear and receive from you, Lord God, that they would dedicate solitude time to sit in your presence and hear from the word of God. God, we love you. We thank you for these women who are hungry for more of you, who are running after you who are ditching all these things from the world to have an intimate relationship with you lord god we know that your answer is yes and amen and we thank you for that we thank you for being a presence in our lives we thank you for speaking to us and we cannot wait to hear from you more god in jesus name everyone said amen until next time friends friend. I hope you were blessed by this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before you go, quick things. One, can you follow us on social? I would love to get social with you. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube all have the username Abundant Woman Co. Come say hi. Also, we have a free Facebook community that has women just like you building community going after Jesus and just making connections. Come join us there. I can't wait to meet you. And last, I would love if you could screenshot this episode and share it on your socials for a chance to be featured. Until next time.